0: Wild card is active. I had a few days to review my squad, look at future transfer plans. So today I'm taking you through an update of my game week eight wild card. What is up, everyone? FBO Harry here, and welcome back to another video. Today we are having a look at an update of my game week eight wild card. I've had a few days. To review it, think about some of the players, think in a little bit more detail about what it means to my squad going forward. So today I'm going to take you through that update but I'm also going to take you through the biggest questions that were asked in my Sunday video about my first wildcard draft and they are Bakayo Saka not being in it and then of course Kieran Trippier as well not being in that draft. Before we dive in, 1000 likes on the video is the aim. Subscribe if you are new around here as well and before we get in, Before I get absolutely slated in the comments for people wondering why as a Chelsea fan I own a Bournemouth shirt with Dominic Solanke on the back, it is for the real OGs of the channel who followed me last season. He got a massive, I think, 19-point return away at Spurs while he was in my draft and I think about 1.5% owned, which helped me finish 510th in the world last year, so... As a sort of remembering of that, he was also very good for me in the first half of last season as well. So as a little bit of remembrance to wear on streams and things like that, as a reminder of it, I had to buy his shirt. But looking at the draft, that is one of the changes. I'm not going to necessarily go through the whole draft in loads of detail. There are a few changes that we've made in here. Turner and Ariola. I'm pretty set on that as a goalkeeper combination. The fixtures going forward for Ariola from Game Week 10 are great. I just need Turner to start Crystal Palace and Luton in the next two he was pretty disappointing from a performance point for you. Plus anyone who owns him in FPL in game week 7. But I am hopeful that he's going to keep his place just short term. I need him short term. Crystal Palace are without Elise, Edouard and now Eze as well. So even away at Crystal Palace in game week 8 he could get something. I do plan on starting him over Ariola in that game week. Moving into defence. Matty Cash keeps his place. He's almost essential, I think. Udoggi is in there. Dan Burn again. Looks like Botman might even miss game week nine. Game week eight looks an uncertainty that he's going to miss that, and then game week nine after the international break is still a big doubt for Botman. So I am going to go with Burn, Stu Panan again. I've spoken about his fixture run from game week ten. I want to have him in there, and Charlie Taylor. Lascelles at 3.9. If Botman is going to have this keep recurring knee injury, I understand why you might want to pick him. But I still think Charlie Taylor is the more assured option going for long-term minutes, looking towards game week 18 where there's a blank game week and he has a decent enough fixture in case I have to play him in that week. In midfield, Son and Madison keep their place for the Spurs. Fixture on Mo Salah comes in and of course keeps his place in my first draft. One of the main reasons I'm wildcarding is I want Salah. And then Diaby of Aston Villa. Up front, Erling Haaland and Ollie Watkins, again, are pretty non-negotiable in this draft. We might talk about Ollie Watkins versus Trippier in just a moment. The big difference, I've dropped James Ward-Prowse, which was the option I wasn't necessarily 100% happy with. I actually moved to Almiron on Monday and Tuesday, and I fully recorded this video with Almiron in there. And then I've put Dominic Solanke in, and I had to delete the whole video, which took me three hours to record and edit, because I wanted to change one player in my draft. So... I have decided to do Almiron or James Will Prowse in my midfield down to Anderson, who's 4.4 million. Getting a decent amount of minutes either starting but normally off the bench for Newcastle when they do have a fully fit squad. With Dominic Solanke coming in up front for Archer. I don't love Archer as an option. He plays for Sheffield United who look like they're going to get relegated and not score many goals. He did well in that one fixture when he came in against Everton but since then's not done great. Dominic Solanke is very weighted towards goals and I've spoken about this before. In terms of online data, James Will Prowse versus Slanky is quite close. But James Will Prowse is very weighted towards assist threat and creativity rather than actually scoring goals, which is more rewarded in FPL. Dominic Slanky also plays for a team that doesn't score loads of goals. So when he scores, which he often does, he often gets a lot of bonus points to go with that as well. So that is the main shift that I've made there. But now we need to talk about Bukayo Saka and Kieran Trippier as well. So, The question you all asked me last time was with what 0.6 million in the bank how do I plan on doing the Madison upgrades to Bakayosaka? Now last night Bakayosaka dropped in price and I've been keeping my arm that all week. It was one of those that I expected to go really close but did I ever expect it to actually happen this week? I wasn't completely sure. So Madison currently up to 7.9 but he's a 7.7 selling price in my team. I need him to go up one more time which it does look like he's going to happen this week. A lot of transfers in That will mean instead of having a 1 million gap between them, it'll only be 0.8 and I have 0.6 in the bank. But it does mean I have to free up 0.2 million more to free up that enough money to do Madison to Saka, which is my planned move in a few weeks time. The obvious place for me is to sell the RB in a few weeks and buy Matoma. From game week 10, the Brighton fixtures look great. I've got a stupid hand in place for them already and I know I want an attacker. And Matoma in for Diaby. I could also do Dominic Solanke out for Ferguson if it looks like Ferguson is going to start. But he looks like he's pretty rotation prone and a bit of an injury issue at the moment. So Diaby at 6.7 is going up slowly in price. Matoma is also likely to go down in price this week. That would, of course, if Diaby even stays at 6.7, if Matoma drops to 6.5, that would free enough up enough money for me to make that sideways switch. Now, if it gets towards Friday and I see that that. Matoma price drop isn't going to happen. Diaby's not going to go off in price twice before I want to sell him. That would leave me still 0.1 million short. So the other place I could find it is just downgrading Anderson of Newcastle to Chuck Wemenka of Chelsea. Now Chuck Wemenka, I don't expect to start. He is back from injury for Chelsea. As a Chelsea fan I don't expect him to start games but I do expect him to get minutes off the bench. So he's not going to necessarily score loads but as 4.3 he's the best 4.3 million option. This isn't a downgrade I really want to make. I'm hoping that Matoma is going to go very close, if not drop in price this week. He also has Manchester City in game week 9. So hopefully when people see that fixture, they'll also consider selling him ahead of that one as well. So, Madison up to Saka with the potential price changes. I need to free up 0.2 million more with the draft I have at the moment. Diaby down to Matoma after the first few weeks. After Diaby has played Luton in game week 10. Is a plan as long as Matoma looks like he's going to drop in price. If that isn't going to happen, then I might have to do an extra move on my wild card, not planned, just straight on the wild card of Anderson down to Chuck Wimenka. The other thing that I need to talk about is am I going to go with Kieran Trippier? The short answer is no, because I don't think the downgrades I have to make are really worth it to go and bring him into my team. But to show you what those downgrades would look like, I would be upgrading Dan Byrne to Kieran Trippier, and I'd have to free up about 2.3 million, plus, of course, the 0.6. I have in the bank going in that first draft. The first switch I would have to do is I couldn't own Dominic Solanke and I downgrade him probably to Archer and upgrade Anderson all the way up to Pedro Neto. Now, Neto is cheaper than Dom Solanke so that frees up about 0.6 million. It doesn't free up quite enough. I do prefer Solanke, whether it's Solanke, whether I do go back to a three-five-two and get James or Prowse or Almond in there. I do prefer all of them to Solanke but Neto does look good and he's very focal to what Wolves are doing at the moment. He is just a player that I've been burnt by too much in the past, a player that I'm not massively confident on and the short-term fixes over the next three are a little bit mixed as well. So I'd have to do that move anyway and I'd have to do another transfer to free up a little bit of money, both of which feel like big downgrades for me. The first one is completely selling a Stupinan and going down to Braithwaite. I could go to Lamptey, I could go to Van Heck of Brighton if I think he's going to get his place back, but Braithwaite at Everton feels like the only one who is set that he's definitely going to start. That is a massive downgrade and it is not really one I want to do given the fixtures from game week 10, how attacking a stupid is and I know I'll definitely want him. So the other one is I could downgrade Ollie Watkins to Alvarez in my team as well. So that is again freeing up enough money that I could do down burn all the way up to Trippier along with that Solanke move but... Watkins is one of those players I really, really want in my wildcard. He's so consistent. I need a little bit of consistency in my FPL team, given how badly the season has started. And I don't really want to do that. It does really feel like Trippier versus Watkins in my wildcard. So, if I was to make those moves, this is what that wildcard draft would look like. So, of course, Solanke goes down to Archer. I'd bring in Neto I'm in midfield. I'd downgrade my fourth defender down to Braithwaite, play with two cheap defenders and have Trippier in there as well. It's not something I massively like, but it is a draft that I've seen people putting together. If you have better team value and you can afford maybe another bench defender like Soufal instead of Braithwaite, then great, consider it, definitely. But I can't consider it and I'm not going to be the one selling ollie watkins in my draft so it would be a stupid man that has to go the issue with this as you'll see is i only have 0.2 million in the bank so that planned transfer of madison up to Bakayasaka also doesn't become possible and there's no real way to free up money in this draft so as much as i like trippier i prefer ollie watkins and i just don't think i'm going to be able to get to him in the meantime and i'm going to go without him in my wild card and this is the draft i keep coming back to dom Solanke in i just love his goal threat Big fan of him in my FPL team. Maybe is the previous season's talking in me going for him. And I do like Anderson as a pick as well. With the amount of rotation we're seeing in the Champions League, he could still be a great option. Maybe even a better option than Archer. Who do you think scores more points this season? Anderson and Newcastle or Archer at Sheffield United? I think it's a lot closer than maybe the Archer people were going to make me think. I think it's pretty close between the two of them anyway. Let me know what you think. Is Dom Solanke finally time to go and buy him after a difficult start to the season? The next three features are really, really nice for him as well. Let me think about this wildcard. No Trippier, but generally I'm pretty happy with this draft. We're getting very close. There will be a final team selection now on Friday morning lunchtime when I'm really close. I've heard some of the press conferences and I can finally record a video that I think is really, really close. Although I don't expect this team to change very much, if at all, come the game week 8 deadline. Game Week 8 wildcard is active. Let me know what you think. Any questions you have about your team as well, drop them in the comments section down below. Like the video if you haven't already. 1,000 likes is the aim on this video. Subscribe if you are new, and I'll be back again very soon.